in accordance with all-star rules, of which there are many. Okay. <laughs> you will advance in the Redemption Smackdown for the crowd. Thank you. I, I hope that I get the chance to still lip sync for you tonight. Oh. Even though I'm not on the stage with those girls doing maxi challenges, I take this seriously like it's a maxi challenge. So you want to lip sync for your legacy all by yourself? Why not? Aren't you afraid of losing? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to the all-star rules, what the hell? Mary, in accordance with all-star rules, the rules are there are no rules. And also there are many rules. So um, <laughs> depending on the episode. And, uh, and in some cases, who cares what the rules are? Let's just have a backyard drag show, which is exactly what happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, it is interesting, this little, like, of which there are many. Like, almost like assuring everybody that there are, based on a previous conversation that she just had, where they were you know, breaking the rules or trying to break the rules or whatever. Um, it seems like there was more to this little exchange. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or there's in, in some junk drawer somewhere are some stereo instructions that explain all of the rules of all stars and none of us have read them, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what this is. I, and maybe it just, goes back to the fact that it is RuPaul's show and it's her rules and that's showbiz, you know what I mean? Where it's also kind of like, and the reality is uh, we're, we are making this up as we go along. Yeah, I mean, I will say the the props that Silky had, like the flag, which she carried out with her, but then the guitar during Heartbreaker, you you wonder where the rules are. In those moments, not I, and and again, like it's just interesting because RuPaul talked about the rules here. You know what the hell is kind of how she ends this later, um, and I just think it's interesting um, because it made for such a fantastic episode. It was really, I mean, it was nothing like the. You know, she's nothing like that. She's nothing of the sort. It was nothing like the All Stars for Lipstink a Palooza, like whatever mm -hmm. it was. Like, I, because of course, Mary's, we have now discovered finally what the game within the game is, which I, and maybe this was the tea that we had been sitting on all this time, but I just hadn't realized it was indeed they had throughout the competition had had these secret lip syncs going on. Mm. Um, and uh, and I I thought it was so entertaining. I thought it was such a great little compilation. I it was not repetitive. I don't know. I I had a good time this week. I think I really love that I got to see all the guest judges again. I guess mm -hmm. I was I for when I when I learned what you know the soft spoiler of what this twist was. I guess I forgot that I would get to like that the proof would be in the pudding that like oh no. Like Aisha Tyler's there for that lip sync, and oh no, you it mean was the Maori Jamal sister. Sims. The Maori sister. Yeah, Aisha Tyler wasn't there, was she? Oh, she was she there? Yeah, she was for for Silky versus Yara. Was she there for that? Oh my gosh, that's right because Mary, she had, they were all there. That's right because yeah. she had the mask with the with the petals in it, but they didn't show her at all in that in that clip. You saw her 
like they, I don't think they showed a close-up of her, but you saw her next. Yeah, to, yeah. Next, to I them. just forgot like, that she was it there. It just it yeah. goes back that that early, you know. Tia and Jamal. It started mm-hmm. with Tia. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Knowles so, was there. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I I don't know. I thought that was exciting. Um, and you know what? We love a drag show, and when you go to a drag show, it's usually lip sync after lip sync, Mary, in a bar. And so that's why I was like, well, this was really engaging. I stayed engaged the whole time, and there were steaks. There were steaks. uh, There were potato chips. There were drinks. It was truly (laughs) a backyard barbecue. I mean, really, I think the Barbie girl lip sync being a perfect example— I think there was a part of me that could look at some of, his, of Silky's lip syncs and think, oh, is it a little rough around the edges? Is it too many props? Is it this? Is it that? But then it was like, well, maybe, maybe sometimes, like maybe Barbie girl could have used, you know, a comb through her hair. But I also love the rough around the edges backyard barbecue drag of it all. And that really this episode just became like your good cousin Silky dancing on the picnic table while everybody mm. watched and putting on a show. And I, I, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I think obviously for Silky, you know, this was a great episode. I mean, she doesn't oh, need Mary. to win. Yeah. She's done. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I don't know if you heard, but within 24 hours of the episode airing, she was tipped on Venmo over $10,000. Like, Oh, that's great. That's so really good. great. And like, what, what talk about a redemption of your season, right? This is this is what she's going to be remembered for is this Barbie girl lip sync. And I, and you're right, Mary. It was a little rough around the edges. It was a little, you know, uh, Cynthia from Rugrats mm-hmm. doll. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't matter. You're absolutely right, because we just wanted to be entertained. And I think if there's anybody sitting there watching these lip syncs and going, oh, another gimmick, or oh, another prop. Oh, it's like, wait a minute, you're not entertained at all? Right. Like, let go of that. Stop doing that and just try to get into the lip sync. This is week to week. Um, I I don't know. I really appreciated just the entertainment value. I got the chance to watch this at a bar, and this was the perfect episode mm-hmm. of Drag Race to watch at a bar. This, because, yeah. Mary, we were going crazy. We were all going insane. It was so much fun. The energy was through the roof. And it was Silky's episode. It was so good. It was definitely an episode designed for the bar. It was It was really... It was a lot of fun. I... Uh, you know, I think for an episode that was highly anticipated all season, I think it paid off in terms, you know, maybe were all the lip syncs, the Hall of Fame lip syncs? No, I think that that would be, you know, that would be inaccurate. But I think the format of it, I think the pace of it, like I feel like when the episode started and I realized, oh, we're not following the same format as a typical Drag Race episode we're watching a SmackDown. We're watching a highly edited episode with with very video game style interstitials and <laughs> music. I mean, Mary, every time that stage got activated, that whole segment when they would show like so and so versus so and so, and then it was the same bit over and over. I loved it every single time. I was like, this this it was like a it was like a, an episode of Drag Race on TikTok. It just there was so much going on the whole time. 
Yes, and and I can't wait to talk about all of those things. I will say I did hear a critique saying like, oh, this is just like, you know, the opening episode of season 13, yada, 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 lip sync after lip sync. And I disagree completely because the pacing of that episode was weirder because you had to get the queens introduced, you barely know them, and then they go on to the lip sync stage. You barely knew those queens. Mm -hmm. Um, And with this one, you knew who they were, and there was this element, again, of of suspense and excitement because this one queen kept winning. And whether it was produced or not, I honestly, it's one of those things where it's like you defend fan, fan bankruptcy, right? You're just like, yes, produce it. Because to yeah. have one of the queens go on instead of what I thought was going to happen is that Akira was going to stop Silky in her tracks. So I was like, if anybody's going to stop Silky, it's going to be Akira. And when Akira, you know, did not lip sync, I was like, oh, this is fabulous because you get this one queen, you know, the underdog, the major underdog, continuing on and on and on throughout the episode. And it made it so exciting. Even when you, like, I don't know, a lot of people around me at the bar were like, I don't, I didn't really like Silky before this. And now I'm rooting for her. And that's what, I don't know, that's what I think an underdog is about. It's so cool. Well, and I think also the, the all star narrative that she's having within an all star season, you know, where it's like she, she had a you know an interesting run her first time, but she got to the finale, and then she came back and was trying to produce herself, and fell really short and got and, and left early, and it was like oh fuck I I woke up you know too late if I just had another chance, and then she gets another chance and then takes it, and then you know uh it, it it's it's a great rags to riches to rags to riches kind of story, and I think uh I. Whether or not it's, I mean, I don't think it's produced. I I think it's kind of like a conspiracy theory where, like, oh my god, so many people would have to be complicit. Like Jan's sport would have to be complicit. You know what I mean? Well, when we break down each lip sync, I'll I'll talk about where I think it was a little bit of a producer's hand. But you know, it doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't matter if there's lots of rules in All Stars, and they they abided by them. I'm going to just kind of be like, all right, well, it was part of the rules. All right, fine. Um, so we'll, we'll get to when I think those rules probably came into play. And overall, just the dramatic effect of the episode. I mean, I think of, of oh, yeah. watching her rise the ranks and and then the you know formidable opponent of, of Antikyria bowing out of the competition, the drama of that, and then, mm. you know, the, the vengeance of Jan and then the Eureka. Yeah, there's... There was a lot in this episode where it's like, lighten up, it's just fashion. There were so many twists and turns for one episode that was basically like nine lip syncs. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And I know that Barbie Girl is going to be the one that people are going to talk about on, you know, Drag Race lip syncs being, you know, notable Drag Race lip syncs. Um, Certainly, because not only did she do it alone, but she played two people while she did it. And it was, I mean, it was just one of those moments of a season. Right. That I think everybody was talking about the next day. I will say that I my favorite lip sync of the night was Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Her first lip sync versus Jake Lee. Well, yeah, I was thinking with that in a way it's all, I would be willing to grant 
an honorary fingers of drag race for that lip sync hand while mm. she was drinking. Because it was oh, I know. Mostly fingers doing the work, but that was the way she did that. I was like, all right, fingers of drag race. I see you working. And it was a great way to like, you know, do something different with a song that we have heard and seen, you know, certainly a few times before. Sure. Yeah. No, the whole episode was great. I, you know, sis, shout out to sister Mary Melissa, uh, I believe, but there, there is the question, couldn't they have just done this? Uh, or maybe this is Sister Mary Will, actually. Um, couldn't they have just done this at the end of every Untucked episode? And I have some discussions about that. So first of all, I, I appreciated this episode being one full episode of lip syncs because drag shows are usually lip sync after lip sync at a bar. And the, so that format isn't very foreign, right? And it keeps you engaged. But the, my second point is that if you put it every week, if you put this at the end of like a untucked episode every week, it c- kind of competes with the buzz for the winning queen and the lip sync assassin. And I think that like having those, you know, to have three kind of queens that you're talking about, it just might, there might be too much of a competition between them week to week. Um, and also the queen who goes home, if we see her fail at the end of the episode and then again in Untucked, I just feel like there's no more for that queen. It actually does a disservice. The anticipation um, is still kind of a wave to ride after that queen goes home on All Stars. And so the fact that that queen you know, doesn't have that anymore, I think does a disservice. And then my last point is, yes, they definitely need to spice up Untucked and, and do all of that. For sure. Um, And I don't think that having a lip sync at the end of the episode like this, I'm sure it would it would more people would be watching, but I don't think that it would save Untucked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm glad they didn't put these at the end of Untucked because who's watching Untucked this season? I just I mean, I I think that I think that you don't always need Untucked. I think if you already kind of have an Untucked built into the episode, then the one, then the extra half hour is really just kind of bonus content. It, it's kind of uh-huh. what used to be on the internet. It used to be on Logo TV. Right. And so I get it. Like, you know, that it, it, it's let's, let's have another half hour of television. But I would say definitely this season, I think there have been maybe two moments worth watching and untucked um so sure. far so sure I, I mean this this week's untucked was interesting because you got to see them kind of talk afterwards which was kind of nice i feel like untucked for an all-star season should just be shots of backstage uh you know obviously the the lip sync assassin stuff uh you know the cleaning out the workroom stuff you have to keep that in and then maybe adding what you're packing or having some bloopers I don't know, but yeah, it, I don't think it like needs that. to be any more of this. Yeah. yeah, like what you pack in, that makes sense. Something like that. I, I think there's a there's a different way to do it, but it makes perfect sense to me that they did it this way uh, and and made a sort of compilation episode in which, though I, I also love the nuance that it was also an episode in which we watched drag queens watch TV. Like I love that that was also <laughs> what this episode was. Well, I have thoughts on that, but I will say I want what you packing to go back to Michelle Visage walking into their messy hotel room and like sitting on a bed, uh, you know, amidst all these clothes as they're literally packing. Like I want that, mm-hmm. you know, I think that would be more interesting for me. Yeah. At the very least I I'm ready for these, 
I'm ready for these, uh, you know, talking to the flat screen on a on a stand conversations to end. I want some in person what you packings. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. In the moment, in person. In the moment, sure. I like when Michelle can like sit there and she can like you know touch their arm. You know what I mean? Like she uh-huh. can she can be a mom for a minute. Right. Be a mom. Um, Mary, I. I wonder, do you want to just kind of go through these lip syncs one by one? I think that's the way to do it. I think that's that's how this works. Um, so let's, yeah, let's start off with Serena Cha-Cha and uh, what's her name? Jiggly Caliente. Jiggly Caliente. Yeah. yeah, the tension was so thick you could cut it with a kitten heel, Mary. Yeah, oh, the way she was <laughs> torturing those kitten heels on the runway. <laughs> you know, I have to say that there is a... I don't know what it is about Serena, but there's a sort of Kermit the Frog quality about Serena Cha Cha. You know, okay. she's so you mean Janice. <laughs> no, it, it's it's she's just like, oh, Giru, I'm happy to be here. You know, like there's there's one of those. There's that. It's it's not an accent. It's an inflection thing where it's like mm. she's she's so kids incorporated about it. Like it's just. Oh, you're right. I mean, like I hear that. you know, Jan and I know. I'm, I'm going to say something positive about Jan here for a second. You know, Jan gets a lot of flack for being a little bit too much, but I don't think anyone has bothered to tell Serena to turn the volume or at least the treble down um, on her stereo. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we got the campy smack talk from them first. And it, it's unfortunate because the smack talk got better as the episode went on. Oh, but yeah. Because Serena started it. Sister, I adore you. Um, it, it was. I but know, I didn't get your vote. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many? Why, <laughs> gee, Triggly? Why couldn't you vote for me? <laughs> <laughs> and I <laughs> and I do love Jiggly. I, Jiggly is giving me this kind of like real calm, cool Delta work energy when she's like, I'm amped up and I'm ready to fucking fight. Like it's so, Mm. I love the bitch of Jiggly Caliente here. Well, yeah, I love the energy that she tapped into. I liked when, you know, Jiggly, are you ready? And she goes, fuck yeah. I love when gay guys say fuck yeah. Is that wrong? Wait, what was the fuck? There's a fuck yeah that we've laughed about. Fuck yeah. Who's that? What's that? Oh, fuck yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I know. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, I even know. I know what that is. But there's a there's a fuck. Yeah. That I, I, I can't place. But I know that we've it's a new one. It's another. I saw you is fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Also, but when gay guys say fuck. Yeah. I love that in any register. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I'm all for fuck. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of Project Runway. Hell yeah. I'm going to win this. Oh, heck yeah, I'm going to win this. Heck yeah, I'm going to win this, yeah. Also, can Um, I just solve something that our non-Matreons don't care about? I think there's a handwritten letter in there. I think there's a handwritten letter in there. I think it's just, I could go home tonight. So you think I could go home tonight? (gasps) So you think I could go home tonight? I think that's what it is. I think that's why it sticks, is because it's following the same rhythm. Yeah. I do love that rhythm. I really do. I do, do. too. Speaking speaking of rhythms, because uh, we're, oh, Mary, we're going on another tangent. Uh Uh-oh. Speaking of uh, t- uh, rhythms, you know, Scarlett brought it up because I think Scarlett quoted the famous before Untucked, like, I was ready to do so. Yeah. I remember that moment as being, bitch, I was fucking ready. That's right. What I it was is. motherfucking ready, you know? I was and fucking I- ready to do so. Yeah. yeah. 
It, so they did. They must have re-recorded it for before each untucked in that montage that they do. Oh, why? Because what do they say in the in that? I'm coming for the crown. So. <laughs> oh. yeah. I was ready to do so. Oh, but I think she, she says I was ready to do so. I think that it's a bit of a monologue, so they might just pull one of her lines. Oh, I thought. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's worth going back to that untucked episode just to see, uh, you know, what the actual quote is. Because I think that they re-recorded it for before untucked. For that montage, for that. They're yeah, like, right. They're like, Silky, could you just could closer to this mic? Come here, sweetheart. Can you just say, yeah. <laughs> I was ready to do so, but like really angry, like the way you would say it, you know, if you were ripping off your costume. Remember that time you did that? Um. <laughs> anyway, that, so anyway, speaking of just kind of like tones, because that quote is often mixed up, and I wonder if it's because it changed halfway through its life. You know what I mean? You know, there and there might be a large percentage of people who are like, I don't know what you guys are talking about right now. You know, there's also that of like we are probably one of a small percentage of people who are like picking up on that nuance. But that's mm. that's what that's the Lord's work we're here to do. Um, that's right. So uh, so we have free your mind and Vogue. I, Jiggly had the attitude. She did the split. She had the hair, which I think was just so great for this and Vogue. Um, and Serena. I just felt Serena had all these weird ass moves like oh. that duck walk that wasn't a duck walk and the candle pose. I was like, what's going on here? Is, is candle pose that that sort of like, you know, I'm a creepy window washer thing where she. No. She, oh, that, oh, no, 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 no. But that move, I was like, what is this? It was, that was yeah. like it was like she was a wind up toy with that one. No, yeah. the candle pose is towards the end when she puts her legs in the air and then like pretends like she's electrocuted. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, I think at that point I was just like, you know, quote the Montrese, you better cha-cha your way right out of here. Mm. I, I, I mean, it was just the weirdest aerobics when she was doing the, the squatty bounce up the, up the, the yeah. catwalk. I thought, well, this is like something I would do. Like I, this, I, I come to these shows expecting to see things that like, oh, I, I could never do what they're doing. Um she didn't connect with the song at all. I felt Jiggly did, and I was glad Jiggly won it. Uh, and, you know, it was to be expected. No offense to Serena, but it was to be expected. I almost wondered if even Serena was like, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm not stupid, guys. I'm not going to win this thing, you know? <laughs> and then she, what did she say to Rue? She was like, I hope to win you someday. And then she <laughs> and then she threw her little string on a stick over her shoulder and <laughs> sailed up the river. <laughs> Yeah, waving her arms, arms in, in the, the air. air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally that. That's how she leaves. That's how she leaves. <laughs> oh, that little art major. Oh, uh, yeah. Soft sculpture. Yeah. That. Kermit really is soft sculpture when you think about it. Like a felt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, the uh, SmackDown number two, uh, Silky versus Jiggly. Um, we, I, wonderful quote. I hope it becomes a gift. Jiggly saying fatality. Love that part. I love any reference to Mortal Kombat. Uh, oh, in drag. yeah, Jiggly. Yeah, she came out this one looking very. She was very Mortal Kombat. She was. Uh, she struck a pose. Uh, mm-hmm. A little Molina. Yep. A little Katana. Yeah. <laughs> 
Exactly. And uh, they were both wearing that cheetah print. Um, maybe leopard print. I don't know. Oh, wait. This uh, is where she had her leopard print on. I'm thinking of her first look. That was a little <laughs> Melina Katana. The second yes, one correct. was the two of them in leopard print together. Yeah. Um, yeah. She ready. Um, this smack talk was cute. You know, you're going back to Mississippi. You look like you stretched out your cheetah print. Um, two fat bitches in fucking leopard print. Like there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, sweetness between them. I thought, it was um, funny. It was joyful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I even liked when, even before the little screen went up, uh, Silky was like, it's jiggly. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times I heard people gasp. How did she keep the ice frozen? It's fake Mary's. It's not real <laughs> ice. It's called drag. It's fake. Like, <laughs> I don't. Are you guys serious? Oh my god! How did she keep the ice frozen underneath her boob? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who did you hear? Oh, you read people yelling. I I think I think Trixie and 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 Denali, your favorite, talked about it on the pit stop. I feel like uh. I saw it on Twitter, and I was just like, uh, yeah, uh, this is, yeah. All right. Where'd Mary. she put her penis? You know. I mean, it's just. <laughs> Um, you know, Denali, that makes me think of a really great Pen15 send-up that many of the season 13 girls did. To Did you see this? Kimora mm. Hall plays Maya. No. Oh, when my God. Happen? It just happened like a couple of days ago. Oh, my it's God. It's so great. They did all of these kind of Pen15 inspired looks. And you see uh, Kimora in front of the lockers as Maya. And uh, Joey J is on. Uh, oh my um, god! It's oh, that's actually so great. Good. I love that. It's uh, so good. And uh, you know uh, who else did it? It was. Um, yeah, it's it's on de- it through Deadline. Um, you know that okay. was like Deadline. Yeah. Um, so uh, oh, Olivia Lux did. Uh, oh no, you know what? It wasn't Pen Fifteen. I oh. take this back, Mary. It was Emmy-nominated leading ladies, right? Okay. So they did Pen15. Olivia Lux did MJ Rodriguez and okay. Pose. Um, Tamisha Amman uh, does Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay. Uh, Tina Burner does Jean Smart oh, in my Hacks. God, I love it. I love yeah. it. I'm all here for it. Yeah. Uh, Rosé does WandaVision, Elizabeth Whatever. Olsen. And then baby, yeah, b- baby. And then the one that I was the most disappointed by was Denali's Catherine Hahn. Um, uh, you can go look at it for yourself, but I was just so disappointed. I was like, wow, who picked that wig for her? Anyway, well, and like, <laughs> couldn't they get like Mrs. Kasha Davis to be mayor of East Town? You know? <laughs> yeah, I think they were trying to do it for season 12 or whatever, or they got together and did it. But you're right, Mary. Anyway, yeah. Denali and Trixie were like, oh, the ice didn't, um, how yeah. did it not melt? Well, Mary, it's drag. I got to yeah. say, Jiggly, I like Jiggy, Jiggly with the lollipop, but I felt like that kept her so stuck. I feel like she there was nothing for her to do with both mm-hmm. of her hands. And she was holding this lollipop and it she was either eating it or using it as a microphone. And then that was it. Yeah, I, I think that Jiggly looked great, but it just, you know, no, you know, no offense, Miss Lopper. But I think Girls, Girls Just Want to Have Fun is a fun song. I don't know if it's a great lip sync song. Oh, and what's so great about the gimmick 
of Silky's is, yeah, she recognized that. That's what I right, exactly. Is like, oh, let me not try to, like, let me let me know a boom clap when I see one, and let yeah. me just go another <laughs> direction, you know? Totally. And Mary, I gotta say, the drinks and the glass were funny. But I thought it was, it was really ice. funny. But well, Mary, it was the ice that I think brought it to this like amazing level. Really. That she well, had ice in there, you know? I mean, in a little Ziploc. And I yeah. just yeah. <laughs> She's like, Oh, let me fish around, let me get the ice bag out. And like took the time to pour the ice into the cup. I mean, there was mm-hmm. a it was uh, it was great. I and mean, I think that was a great example of, oh, I don't need to see you impeccably do Cindy Lauper. I want you to put on a show for me. And that's what she did. Totally. And it all came to a head. I think the, the it was punchline, 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 right? I think there were four punchlines, right, when making the drink. And then finally, she chugs it and does that thing with the hand and then Fingers finishes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then finishes, and it's the way she lip-synced the word fun at the end of that, mm-hmm. that just, I oh my God, I laughed so hard. Well, if ever there was a time to talk about therapy. And I do love to talk about therapy. I honestly don't know anyone who wouldn't benefit from it these days, myself included. I couldn't agree more, Mary, and it's super accessible now thanks to BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. And with phone or video sessions available, scheduling a session is as easy as ordering a lovely cheese pizza just for me. And much like Selena, I love pizza. I also love that you can send a message to your counselor basically at any time and actually get a response. And if you want to change counselors, no problem. It's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now. They've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy, and there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. And that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. Going back to the people that are like, oh, fuck gimmicks. It's like, yes, Mary, we understand. We don't want to just see props on whatever. But if they're giving you a type of lip sync like this or you have to pull focus, Ariana Grande, then this Mm -hmm. is what you need to do. And so I understand like, oh, man, now all the drag queens are just going to become prop queens. They're just going to be like Carrot Top, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, you know what? Like, you got to give the girl credit, BL, you know? I'm just like, got to give it to her. She figured out how to pull focus. And I, it's hard for me to believe that people weren't sitting there watching this and being like, that's hilarious. Right? And frankly, I hope, I, screw Carrot Top, I hope queens become more like Gallagher. I hope I have to wear a raincoat to their show. <laughs> You know, Mary Cherry, Mary Cherry in Brooklyn, always for sure. You have to be very careful uh, with what you're wearing at her shows. Yes. Agreed. 
Yeah, I smash a watermelon and and ruin my my little my little Sheehan top that I just ordered. Yeah, go oh, for Sheehan top. Great. Yeah, that, that's I what's think that's a what, Sheehan top? I think it's this. this <laughs> I think it's this place you order from online. It's like the new big thing. Cause it's S H E I N. Zara. Oh, yeah, Mayor Sheehan. Yeah, Mayor Sheehan. Yeah. S H E I N. I oh shit, I think it's Sheehan. Sister Mary Sheehan. Sister Mary um, Sheehan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's Bonobos, right? Bonobos. Bonobos. How say it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know how yeah. to say it. My shine top and my Bonobos <laughs> pants. I bought it at Versace yeah. in the forum. Um, yeah. Oh, right, Versace. Um, so Mary, SmackDown number three, uh, Silky versus Yara. You know, I gotta say, Mary, I forgot that she had to lip sync against Yara. Yeah, this one did kind of get lost in the mix for me. I I mean I you know there was certainly some memorable labial strumming but I think as uh you know I think someone said on Twitter it's like with when it comes to the song like the first thing I think of is Darian Lake collecting tips and Kula so, Corn yes yeah yes. Can, yeah that's right Kula Corn yeah, yeah so point of no return is a Darian Lake collecting tips in season 6 song First and Definitely. foremost, and I Definitely. think that's what I remembered before I remembered anything, including Yaris Sophia giving her, you know, giving her coochie a tickle. Oh, Mary. And I, I love the, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was RuPaul ran out of things to say, but she's like, in that kind of valley girl voice, did you bring the cocktails? And so he's like, of course. And RuPaul... Okay, just I. Yeah, there, it seemed like yeah. there was a missed moment there. Like RuPaul was like, "Oh, I'm not referencing anything. I can't quote." Yeah, I think the, the I think the beach ball hit the net and then kind of <laughs> tumbled over. It was like, "Uh oh." Well, okay. she saved it because, or Silky saved it because she's like, "You ready for Chromis?" And I think that made RuPaul laugh because of the yeah. Well, RuPaul because yeah. then RuPaul was like, "I think I smell a, a smoked ham." Oh, the smoked ham, which right, is a good right. go-to for RuPaul of like, "Oh, smoked hams. That's a good." Shaka Khan, smoked ham, you know, yes. like uh, interceptor, <laughs> and then they got the ball back in the air. <laughs> um, but yes, point of no return. Darian Lake collecting tips forever and foremost. Um, but Yara's, can we call it a pussy air guitar? I wonder, Mary. I kind of excused this. As an air instrument, because I was like, no, the nuance of this, like she's a dog in the middle of the room scratching her asshole. Like I like to me, that was funny. It, it was definitely, you know, of all of the air instruments that we got this week, because, yes, Mr. Cressley, you know, Miss Cressley, if you're nasty, I did see the air drums. This was probably the least upsetting. Um because yeah, I think it it's like it goes beyond air guitar and into yeah some weird sort of dog in heat, you know, yeah, looking right. for its G spot kind of situation. Which you know, given the amount of barking and yelping that Yara Sophia does on stage, I think she'd take that as a compliment. Mary, have you ever been at like a family function or like a party where there's kids, and the kids are <clears throat> at that age where like. They will touch themselves in Ugh. front of people. Have you ever, has that ever yeah. happened to you? Yes, where it's just like, you can see in the corner of your eye, it's like, oh God, you're just like scrunching your penis. You just keep scrunching it. I just, and where your is parents your aren't, yeah, no, yeah, I know, I know. I know. If it's itchy, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. <laughs> they might have cornstarch in the kitchen. I don't know what to tell you, sweetheart. 
Well, yeah. And so that's kind of what this scene reminded me of. Is mm. like there's somebody in the middle of a large party. Yeah. Just itching it. Yeah. Just scrunching, <laughs> scrunching their penis. Yeah. Anyone who has ever had a penis or flicking their bean. Yeah. Has no, for sure. their penis. Yeah. For sure. Um, well, anyway, it was nice to see Yara. I felt like Yara, you know, they gave her the line to say, need help, brew packing. Like, I feel like she, you know, she's yeah. like, what do I say? What do I say? Yeah. <laughs> or could you say this? Because we, we love this and we don't know if anyone's going to think of it. And this is really <laughs> our only opportunity to use this pun. And Yara was uh, like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad she showed up. I'm glad she did it. You know, she, she and, and we got that uh, that air pussy guitar, which I think is, you know, memorable. Notable. Yeah, good for her. Um, you know, I, I think this was an example of where the props the props didn't really add anything to the conversation when Silky was pouring water on herself. I was like, well, why are you doing that? Oh, I know. Why You're are you doing right. That? You're this right. is just unnecessary, you know? This On is point just of like, no return, what's going on here? Yeah. Right, right. This is just me, like, casually opening the refrigerator and just, like, squirting mustard in my eye. Like, this is unnecessary and inconsequential to the situation. It burns. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's all I'd be able to... That, and, and, mo- and I'd probably do it and someone would be like, I don't get the joke, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd say, well, you're the joke. And well, then- you're the joke, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, SmackDown for Emma Roberts. It's Silky versus Horse Scarlet. Girl. <laughs> Horse Girl. Oh my God! I'm so happy to be here. My aunt's Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Roberts. So Silky versus Scarlet. Okay, I I I'll just say this: Scarlet looked fucking gorgeous. Like. Uh, Bananas, bananas, bananas. Hot. Yeah, I I love that she always looks. She looks gorgeous, and then like ten percent crazy. That makes it interesting. Mm. I think she's she's a great mix of gorgeous and interesting. This is like uh, Valley of the Dolls and Margaret and Charlie's Angels. You know what I mean? Like it's Mm -hmm. all like this look. I should say with the hair, she just did so well. Um, But I have to say. This is, I, is it? It is. I think this is my favorite share song. This is a great share song. Yeah, this is a great. I, I don't know what my favorite. That's a. I have to. I can't speak out of turn. I mean, I've already lost all of our Janet listeners. But favorite share. You're song. going straight to hell for all of that. So I just want to assure yeah, our listeners. Sure, so we, sure. We oh, but you know, I love the Shoop Shoop song. It's in his kiss. Oh, that's a good song. It's a great song. Uh, I mean, granted, Mary, you'll put on a great chair song and it'll be like, oh, my God, this is my favorite. And then another one. Oh, my God, but this mm-hmm. is my favorite. You know, um, if I but could turn back time is, oh, yeah, is a great song. But it, song it for warns, the lonely. Yeah. She you're standing on the edge. I mean, I, there's so much shareism about it. This is like heroes. Mm-hmm. Whoa. It, there's I don't know. There's something about it that makes me giddy in share. You know. Yeah, no, it's a great song. I love the bridge. I'm glad that we got the bridge in this song when it's don't give up, don't let it find you, mm-hmm. wherever you may go. It's very share. Anyway, hopefully people understand what I mean when it's like it's good in share, if that makes sense. Like if you're wearing share colored glasses, this song is great. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, people would say like, oh, like big share fans would be like, oh, that's one of my like. You know, I never skip that song. Whereas mm-hmm. other songs, it's like, ah, sometimes I skip that song, you know? Right, right. Um, this lip sync was fine. I thought, 
I thought Scarlett did really, really well. Silky had a gimmick that kind of won out. And I also, to be honest with you, I thought Silky had this song in her face, however kind of sloppy the lip sync was, um, had it more, the passion was more in her face than Scarlet's. Because Silky had the flag at the end, which we forgot all about. She, she did come out with it. Um, and, I, you know, it's kind of like, whoa. Um, and that's all she had, but it worked for the song and I thought it was theatrical. And so I was okay giving this to Silky because Scarlet, it, I don't know. Scarlet was great and looked great, but Silky had just, I don't know, that passion. I agree. I think the extra kind of it factor of the performance, you know, Scarlet looked gorgeous, but Silky beyond even the flag. Yeah. There was just something there. I was like, I think Silky's got this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You can check out the full lip sync between Scarlett and Chad Michaels. Actually, Uh, they do a version of this on YouTube. Um, Oh, so that's kind of cool. It's my first thought was like, oh, which one of them won? And then I was, oh, right. That's (laughs) not how this always has to work. Right. No, that's right. That's it. Um, I I will say this. Uh, One thing I did notice about the whole episode is that they all lip sync the last chorus properly. They didn't just stick to the chorus. They did the kind of desk cant over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, this is All-Stars. This is All-Stars. This is All-Stars. <laughs> so that's an All-Stars kind of move, you know. Um, Mary, were you alone in your apartment when you watched the Barbie Girl lip sync? Uh, yes, I was. I was alone when I watched this. I was. I think I was eating a breakfast. You know, it was. It was not. I was uh, not at a bar at you know nine o'clock at night. Yeah. I think that this lip sync, for people that watched it with others, was better than watching it alone. Yeah, I think that it's also like one of those ones that it's a, it. There are certain performances that, the goop of it all, it's like if you see it live and you're not watching a recording or it isn't recorded, it's sort of the benefit of it not being recorded is you don't have the chance to go back and be like, well, I mean, the hair was kind of in the way and was she really lip singing there? And maybe Uh she should have cheated out more. You can more just have the memory of how fun it was. Right. And I think that's what this was. This is one of those performances that if you saw it in a bar, you would just remember, oh my God, it was so crazy. She played two characters, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. But if you watched it on TV with multiple camera angles and you could watch it again and again, you could say, well, I mean, you know, there was this and there was that. You but, could pick it apart. Yeah. Right. And it's kind of just like, well, you know, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? You know? There you go. You know, I, uh, I think Akira tweeted out, like, if I was on stage with her, I would have just stopped and laughed at her. Mm. And I, I I will say, I was convinced, convinced that Akira <laughs> would have won. But after seeing what Silky brought, who knows? You know? I mean, this would have totally pulled focus. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it certainly it's, it's not, of all of the songs they perform to, it's... I think of Akira as as a dancer. I think, you know, there are some of these songs like, you know, the um, the Ariana Grande one that she would kill. But a song like this, like Barbie Girl, that I think lends itself to a gimmick and lends itself to a kind of left of center interpretation. Yeah. I would say, well, yeah, that's kind of, I would say more in Silky's wheelhouse as far as what I know of Akira. Mm, that's a good point. I, you know, it kind of brings up again the rules of all stars because I do wonder... 
did all of these girls bring looks, this many looks for this many lip syncs? Like, did Silky know that this was her Barbie girl lip sync just in case this was a lip sync assassin? Or how did how did all of this work? That's a great question. I mean, I when I started thinking about that was when it got to Eureka because, you know, we'll get there when we get there. But with that, there was like, well, in the last episode, we basically see her up until the point of her leaving the workroom to go to do this lip sync. And so the narrative of the episode is like she left the workroom and went back on stage. And to be fair, she's wearing the same makeup she was wearing in the last challenge and she's wearing the look and whatnot. But how much time has really passed? Did she already know about the song? You know, right. did she, if not, how much time did she have to learn it? You know, was it a song that was on a list that they should all know? Yes. Right. Did, did, was Barbie girl a potential lip sync? And so Silky brought that look, you know, I don't know. That's, I think that is a very good question is there's so much production to this being a different kind of episode that I have no idea how they pulled this off or like what the mechanics of this episode were. And, uh, you know, in accordance with all story rules of which there are many. And many. so that that's kind of what I think was going on here. Like there were, Lots of rules. It's like, well, you can't tell Silky what the lip sync song is until Eureka knows what it is. Or, right, you know, right. what are the rules? You know, uh, when did they all learn them beforehand? When do people find out? Is how much longer does the guest judge have to stay there uh, That's after why was, is yeah. the, the person's eliminated? Right. You, you, you think about all of that. And I also think about the girls watching TV uh, <laughs> for, for the entire episode. They were there, according to Trinity uh, K. Bonet's Instagram, the reason she looks kind of so pissed off is because they were there since like 6 a.m. is when their shooting day started. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This was like 11 p.m. And they were like, OK, now sit down and watch this hour long episode. And react, you know, you know and, and react. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I think that's really interesting of like, yeah, they must all be, they finished their day and now they have to immediately film a new episode, you know, or like new content when normally this is the point when they're done for the day. Um, I also think about like, what was Silky's life day in and day out in that hotel room? You know what I mean? Like, how long was she there? Like with nothing to do but learn a lip sync and make a guitar out of a Blaze pizza box. Okay, we have to talk about that in a second because I have so many questions for you about that statement. But um, what was she doing? Yeah, did she know the lip sync? Was she mm -hmm. planning? How, like, right. Like, yeah, and I, part of me thinks, again, with All-Star Rules, they do want her to do well. It made for a better episode to have one person keep winning. So to give one girl an advantage is actually advantaging the you know, the show. So I do wonder if she, you know, was figuring it all out in that hotel room for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, I, I think about that of like, God, you know, if you think about how long it takes them, if they take, if they film an episode every like two to three days, you know, so mm -hmm. like if, and Silky, you know, beats out however many girls, I mean, she's spending like, you know, minimum at least two weeks in a hotel room doing nothing but sitting around waiting to go film a lip sync, you know? Right. Uh, and it's, I just, it's nuts. What, a, like, think about like, there's at least one day in there where it's like, no, Silky, there's nothing for you to do, but stay in your room all day. Yeah. 
right? She Nothing. gets Chi Chi's USB out. You know? Yeah, you get Chi Chi's USB. We'll order you food. What do you, you know, like, but that's it. Like, there's not like nothing's gonna happen today. You're just in solitary confinement. I mean, mm. waiting to see how long you're gonna be in. Like, it's just that's what a, I would love to see. Like a video, you know, vlog, like a vlog journey of Silky's time at the La Quinta. You know, that's the untucked I want to see. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the next lip sync. Okay, this is Jan versus Silky. Um, I love how RuPaul just keeps heckling Jan, right? Like, well, don't you mean you were born to Jandal? And Ugh. is that a fisting joke? Like, RuPaul just reminding Jan who's who. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because Jan just keeps coming back and taking it too seriously. Mm. And Ru's like, ah, 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 not in my house. Because, you know, I love when Jan comes out on stage and the and the queen's watching TV are like, oh, Jan's mad. Oh, she's mad. And she was. <laughs> and the narrative of like, yeah, she would be mad. And, you know, like, for example, when she had the talking head of saying like, oh, I'm not holding back. And I'm like, Jan, this is where you say I'm not holding back. Oh, at all. Like, have a good <laughs> fucking time. You know, or like well, she's, when <clears throat> she's a reverence queen. You'd think that there would be some. For sure. You think it'd be something or like, you know, when yeah, when she says to Silky, like her read is like. I am going to show you the effort I put in mm. firsthand. It's like, yeah, we know, Jan, we know, you know, like this kind of like enough. Just stop telling us how hard you're working or how much you want this or how good you are. Like just I so I kind of like understand why RuPaul is kind of like, uh, you know, always kind of punching her in the back of the kneecap a little, you know. <laughs> Whoop, gotcha. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, every once in a while, she's just like, boop, gotcha. Um, <laughs> it's true. No, it is true. And even they, you know, Silky, Jan, Jan, she's a man. Like, there's, there's all these little bullshit her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Jan breaks the stage. She breaks the lights uh, during Heartbreaker, which, by the way, yeah. is a fabulous lip sync song. Fabulous, um, yeah. Jan breaks the stage. This prompted... A question, right, of like, oh, let's do a compilation of all the queens that broke the stage on their season. Um, we know Robbie Turner broke the stage, uh, mm. I think, more than once. Well, on season allegedly, eight. you know, you never can be sure <laughs> with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think a cameraman died. Yeah. <laughs> Where is seatbelt? Uh, uh, where is seatbelt? That's right. So um, who else? Who are the other ones? Do you remember? People who broke the stage. Uh, I didn't Alexis Michelle break the stage when she did her little slide. I think like she broke the stage. Oh, yeah. That probably happened. I know uh, Monique Hart decorated the stage with her wig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's I, I am not prepared to answer that question. But Queens who broke the stage instead of breaking the game, breaking the stage. Somebody but I, said I, Denali scuffed it up with her ice skates. Yes. Denali scuffed it up with her ice skates. I mean, I would say that this was some of the greatest destruction. Um, Jan really knocked the shit out of those neon lights. Um, I, I didn't even see them after. Right. I, I just took their word for it that she broke lights, but you I know what I mean? saw it, but it, and it was just kind of like, well, you know, uh, I I don't think it takes away from the fact that, like, there is a world in which, and I know this is going to be shocking to hear on this podcast, and I apologize, there is a world where I think that Jan could have won this lip sync. Mary, yes. Can we put a pin in that discussion 
for a second. Uh, yeah, you want to talk about Squarespace? What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, what I want to talk about is the the knee move, and I feel like when queens like jump to their knees or slide on their knees. Uh, we've seen it a lot, and it kind of takes place of a jump split. And I feel like queens go to their knees and do these things when they can't do a split. Yeah, I, you know, I'm sure there are some examples, but more often than not, when a queen goes to her knees, it ends up kind of cutting off the performance a little. The only example I can think of, of think of off the top of my head is I believe Bob the Drag Queen in season eight did some scooting across the stage in his knees while he was destroying Derek Barry in that lip sync and it oh. did not take away. But at that point it was like, you know, stop, stop, he's dead. You know, like it was just <laughs> he's already dead. Um but yeah, you know, I I kind of felt for like I think that Jan went to her knees and maybe didn't need to go to her knees. Sometimes it looks like bad acting when people go to their knees. They kind of do yeah. that face, that mm-hmm. oh, face. You know what I mean? Like eyes right. closed, I mouth know what open. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're yeah. talking about. You know, she she did the whole like the wig snaps uh, uh-huh. after this, which you know it, it was great to see them all do the the wig snaps and whatever. We got. Carson's air drums, which I think was probably the lowest point of the episode. Uh, it was rough. I mean, remember that time RuPaul did air drums? <laughs> I yes. hated it. Oh, man. You know, the, they got to stop showing these judges they during these lip syncs. They can show Michelle. They can show Michelle because she... That, okay, or I the Javis. Or the Javis. They can always show the Javis. But Same, I'll t- yeah. a compilation that I would do is Michelle getting her life during a lip sync. <laughs> it's a great compilation. It's a that's great compilation. Yeah, One of my true. favorite moments is, um, just, to, just to give an example, there is a point in the um, lip sync between Peppermint and Cynthia Lee Fontaine. In season nine, the music oh. lip sync. Michelle, I know what you're talking about. Having I know exactly that moment. Yes, the best time, oh, and it's she just loves like, that song. She's she having such song. a good time, <laughs> and Peppermint is doing such a good job, and she's just having so much fun. And I just think that's what I want is is not just judges, but Michelle losing her shit at a lip sync. You know. <laughs> um. So. Mary, there is a lot of air guitar in this song because it features a guitar solo. Obviously, Jan was the one that did the air guitar. And then there's this guitar that materializes on stage. The guitar was there when Silky walked on stage. It was not something she brought with her. So back to all-star rules. Are part of the rules that production can put props on stage for you before lip sync? If that is part of the rules, uh, they just invented that rule because they have right. never, uh, they have never pre-provided a queen with her lip sync props. That's as far as I know. You know, this is, you know, uh, that, that that's my understanding. So back to Jan could have won this. I I agree. I thought Jan's face was so intense. I thought she, it was like an expert lip sync. You know, she had the knee slide fine, but she had great hair throughout. I thought she moved well. 
And then she does an air guitar, and here's the problem. She did it against an actual guitar that Silky then begins to eat and is doing the, like, guitar person faces. Do you remember oh. the faces Silky was making that Do I remember make? the faces? Oh, my that's God. A that's, that's a gift. That's a gift. Like, that's, that's the face that's looking back at me in the toilet when I have food poisoning. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, there's the face I see. It's just that guitar face that just like, that face. I hate when guitar face. When I eat Portland face. pizza, that's my face. Yeah, yeah. it's guitar face. <laughs> yeah. Um, I sizzle pie. Whoa. Yeah, fuck sizzle pie. Oh, my yeah. God. Anyway. I, yeah, um, guitar face, I, as much as I hate air guitar, guitar face is like next level. But it's a nuance that made this really funny. And I think totally blew Jan out of it. And it's because of this actual guitar that she was holding. And then Silky begins to smash it. Mary, how how are you not going to let Silky win this when Jan probably did the better lip sync? I mean, I think that I think Silky put on the bigger show. I think I mean this was kind of like yeah, Jan put on a really good lip sync, but Silky put on a bigger show and. You know, with that prop, with that know? prop, and at first I thought that guitar was made out of bread, and I was like, "Oh my god, where did you get a bread guitar?" But cardboard so makes a lot was, more sense. It was made out of cardboard. Yeah, she talked about all the. She talked about everything on on Twitter, and she, I think she said she made that out of like literally Blaze Pete's boxes and like wow, yeah. So like, she basically, she she had all these posts kind of legitimizing like. You know, I made that flag. I made the guitar. Like uh, I, these were all looks I brought with me. Like, ah, uh, so impressed. Yeah, like this was I. Like all of this, I was not given any opportunities to get more stuff. Like rules are the rules, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you know. Uh, the story is with the guitar being on the stage apparently when she started the lip sync, but that's a whole other bag of beans. That's one kind of like, huh? But I do love that she, you know, backed all of this up with, you know. Some real like, no, I did this. Don't take this yeah. away from me. Because I didn't want to take it away from her. Again, like, I didn't care. She did this. And it was fucking phenomenal. It was a great episode. Um, and her lip sync against Pandora, I think, is is proof also that she doesn't necessarily need a prop. Does that make sense? This was, I mean, first of all, Pandora was never going to win this lip sync. And she probably knew that <laughs> the moment she got the song. She looked great, but it was like... I, you know, she did look great. She looked yeah. like a pinup girl. Yeah, it yeah. Was great. But it was like you know, like RuPaul asking Jujubee, "When did you lose control of the wig?" It's like, <laughs> when did you lose this lip sync? When I got the lip sync. When I sync. got the song. Yeah. When I got the song. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, again, it was like you gotta give it to her. Silky put on a fucking show. Yeah. And and was great. And you know, in those little sneakers, I'm not mad at a sneaker. Oh, she looked adorable. This reminded me very much of a look that Candy Muse had. Um, mm. And and it, mm -hmm. it's just I don't know it's with the skirt rather and it's just sharp um, with the hair I, I she totally pulled focus she was singing the descant which I love and then she does that not death drop but bat drop into oh. these like flares on the ground and then begins humping the ground and I'm like I think Silky read the brief properly yeah well that yeah that's this was this I, I, I was almost also like. When Ginger said if it's something in Pandora's wheelhouse, then, like, she could kill it. I almost feel yeah. like, well, yeah, that's the whole thing is, like, 
this is just not what you would ever get at a Pandora box show. You would get this at a Silky Nutmeg Ganache show. And so yeah. it's just so much more of a stretch for Pandora to make this work than than Silky, who might choose this to perform anyway, you know? And you wonder how much of the writing on the wall Silky was kind of feeling into at this point, because, you know, Pandora's like, oh, well, you're going to lose. And, and then... Uh, Silky's like, well, that's what the last five bitches said. And to mm-hmm. me, I know that's just smack talk, but also like there's this confidence that grew in Silky. I think, you know, in the last two lip syncs, probably since, you know, Akira, I just feel like Silky read this as, oh, wait, I'm not going to go home tonight. Oh, I'm supposed to win this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you I think, think I could stay tonight? Yeah. yeah, you think I could stay tonight? You know, I think that was great. And I think that um, she totally could have won. And I know that. We don't know who won the Eureka versus Silky lip sync, but to me, it's pretty obvious that Eureka won. Um, I think that Silky could have won that also, but she had this really unfortunate costume malfunction. I think it was at that point where, you know, the it would be fair to say that the props and the additions, you know, to the performance were getting in the way. Like literally she was getting tripped up in that suit she had her yeah. pants around her ankles. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it, it's interesting with Eureka. I mean, yeah, there was, you know, her wig was, was kind of coming off, but I just, I kept thinking of the narrative of like, we just saw everything Eureka has gone through up until this point. I mean, to your point about Trinity, you know, they all now have to sit there and watch and react to this, to this film thing and Eureka like she finished filming that episode and then she had to go um well okay wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait, wait a, minute. a minute wait a minute help me out here how could how much time did pass if they were able to film Eureka and edit Eureka's lip sync and get her prepared with the song you know what I'm saying like the queen probably wasn't that long it was probably like an hour or two Right. She had to she she got on another outfit. I guess so long as she knew the song already, I think that's all it would be is like. So I think that's the only like factor is like if Eureka already knew that that was a potential song that she would need to know that week, you know, like maybe that was a potential lip sync that week. Yeah. Right. Because otherwise, like how long were the top four sitting and waiting till they finished editing this thing to then have them watch it that they had just finished filming? You know what I mean? Like there are so many moving pieces here. We're watching something that apparently happened only almost concurrently or like uh-huh. minutes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not concurrently, but there's a timeline issue here that only matters if you look too closely, but um, no, you're right. There's something there's, there is some, there was some time that passed, but something tells me Mary that it wasn't that long. And yes, I think that's actually a really good conclusion is that perhaps the lip sync assassin song was on the same list as these, you know, elimination songs. And so the queens do know them kind of, or are getting ready to know them or whatever. And then they get two hours like, all right, this is the song. Listen to it here on this iPad or, I, I, you know, I, iPod Nano or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then go for it. Um, and then they, also, yeah, go ahead. And then they film the lip sync and then they finish all of that. And then they have to, edit it and then they have to finish editing this video together and then the top four have to watch the video like how much time well i will say there? mary i will say that they they this the lip sync that those girls watched between eureka and uh, silky might have been 
uh, not what we saw, but it was probably pretty close because they're going camera to camera to camera. Like they're not just, you know, picking, picking that up. Right. Like the, there is somebody directing that lip sync. Does that make sense? Well, it, it, it's kind of like when they do makeover challenges and the makeover guests are watching in the untucked lounge while the lip yes, sync is that's happening. That's exactly what it is. It's like, what are you actually watching though? You know, they're watching, they're watching a, a you know, a tech a director saying, you yeah. know, yeah. Like camera one, camera two, the same as that they would do on a live show, right? When they're doing the live lip syncs, there's, there's a monitor backstage, right? So I think it's, it's not that it was so much work. It was probably very rough. You know, they probably saw a lot of, you know, stuff that we didn't necessarily see, but um, like maybe it, that one was rough, but the rest close. of them were more produced because they had yeah. time. Yeah. And they might have seen this live, Mary. They might have actually seen Eureka and Silky lip syncing live. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Like they you were know, sitting there watching a live feed. In. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what um, I'd like to know is how all of that worked that day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, th- th- those are great questions. That probably only we really care about. But I do love Eureka's face during this lip sync. I think Since You've Been Gone is a great lip sync song. I love her accuracy. She had a pussy slam, which was cool. Um, and I, she kind of sold the song. And I feel like Silky, you know, really got into her head about like, oh, I need to I need to tell a story. I need to do a bit. And so she does this whole like her mother losing weight storyline. I First of all, walking on stage eating chips, like icon, okay? Um, but In the Missy Elliott inflatable yes, suit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But, um, because yeah, for sure, Missy Elliott. But I, I think that Silky missed the part of like, well, you could just, you could just lip sync the fuck out of this song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, it was interesting that all of a sudden there were like, dueling mom narratives with this song like all of a sudden it was like well my mom lost all this weight and i have my mom's life alert and it was just like oh okay this is this is the mom's episode i i i think that you know silky came prepared with her story i kind of bought eureka kind of suddenly feeling emotional about her mom because i was like eureka has had this woman has had a long day like yeah I also might want to talk to my mother and so i i appreciate it and i think that eureka like, yeah, I think that it, there was she was much more present in the song. And I think I don't know. I mean, I, I think the bigger question of like, who do I want to see come back into the competition? Ultimately, I think Silky won this episode, but I feel like I'd rather see someone come back who has competed the entire time. Yeah, I, I know that's your uh, your take uh, and it's totally valid for sure. Like, of course. Yeah. Eureka should come back. And it's. It's very in line with past all-star seasons, right? It's usually like, how it goes. Yeah. yeah. It's usually how it goes, except for like Morgan McMichaels, right? But, right. Um, when like the Queens choose that. Yeah. They chose that. But uh, this totally makes sense for Eureka to come back. It uh, works out that Silky kind of had the malfunction to tell that story. But Mary, I would not be mad if it was Silky that came back after seeing this journey week to week to week it wasn't like it was just one episode it was actually weeks that we saw it very much i mean it's not the same feeling that i had with morgan coming back of like oh well what how is this a level playing field because that's what i think it also comes down to is like then when you get to the finale it's like someone like that who's missed multiple weeks of the competition it's like well 
did they really have a chance of winning? You know, like how like there's diminished. Did you suspense. feel like that in in Drag Race uh, uh, Thailand season two with Kana? A little bit, yeah, because I think that there, the interesting thing with that was like. Kana and Candy had obviously had missed a bunch of weeks, but also Angela had won five challenges. So there was such yeah. a huge difference between them in that, like, not only has Angela been here every week, she's also been killing it every week. And, right. you know, like, Candy, you've been, you know, you've been home <laughs> watching, you know, TV. And it's like, um, so I, yeah, I think in general, uh, I'm, I'm all about the, the, Getting to the finale and having it be like season three, where it's like every queen has won the same number of challenges. Every queen has been in the bottom. Anyone could technically win, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think for the goop and the gag, similar to like uh, Naomi Small sending Manila home, it's like makes it more interesting if it's not Eureka and it's Silky. And I, there's something about that that would gag me. And I know it's not going to happen. I know it's going to be Eureka. And I'm kind of upset about it. Uh, if I'm being honest, like I, I wanted something a little bit more interesting to come out of this at the end. And granted, I don't know yet, but uh, it know. seems like it seems like from this lip sync, they're not going to have a double save. Silky fucked up. My Silky concern up. was, and I don't know why I got this into my head, was that whoever, won, like, if Silky won or whoever Eureka wins, that they could choose to replace one of the top four. I don't know where I got that in my head where like Eureka could win and say, okay, well, Trinity, you're out. I'm in. (gasps) That's exactly how it would happen too. Well, that's Uh. what I was worried about because we already knew that Eureka had chosen her and they showed, you know, quote unquote Trinity not having a good time in the episode. I was like, uh Oh, uh Oh, we've got one sour pussy over here. (laughs) Sourpuss. We got a sourpuss uh, over here. Yeah, no, yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I will say, of the season, it seems like we have to give the BSA for now to Silky Nutmeg and Ash, Doctor Reverend. I mean, this Reverend is certainly. Yeah. This is definitely how a BSA works in that, like, you have one scene, you have one episode, you know, where Mm -hmm. you just, like, star in it. Certainly. I think Silky has earned it. I think there is a commentator BSA energy that is worth mentioning for Raja this week because as tired as Trinity understandably was, Raja worked her ass off to make (laughs) watching people watch television interesting. That's true. And I thought her commentary, I loved when it cut off at the end. And she's like, you're sitting on the remote. You're sitting on the remote. Like, she was so funny. She was like, every, and she was good at the bit. She was laughing. Like, she was like, oh, man, Trinity's not having a good time. Oh, man. <laughs> like, she was laughing at everything. And I just wanted to just give some credit to Raja for really doing her job, you know, doing double duty filming that night. So. All right. Well, you know, credit to where credit's due for sure. I just think that for the season for, I don't think anybody was expecting to talk about Silky this week. And I don't think anybody was expecting to talk about Silky when this season is over. I just think that this is, um, this episode was, is going to be what people reference for now for Mm -hmm. this season. Yeah. This was a very interesting episode. No queen has ever gotten this, kind of opportunity in one episode to just be featured this much and showcased and to succeed this much in one episode. So Silky really, I mean, like she doesn't need to come back to the race. She doesn't need to win the season. 
No. She has this. And she's like she's gonna sell out clubs. Like like people are gonna come see her show now. I loved like whoever was saying like with each lip sync watching Silky's booking fee go up. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's so perfect. And that's oh, what happened. It's so good. It's so yeah. good. And I'm glad the fans tipped her, you know? I mean, man, yeah. especially after that Barbie girl lip sync. I mean, I don't know, the gall. She nerd. put on a show this week. She really did. I mean, uh, she. we've never seen a queen work so hard in one episode, you know? Uh, I just enjoyed it so much. Um, do you have any other final thoughts before we uh, send it out? Um, I don't think I have anything else. I guess we'll see what happens next week. But, yeah, my prediction is it's going to be more Eureka and... Um, I am yes, I am very. I'm. I'm admittedly concerned for Trinity. I feel like they are setting something up here, and I don't like the smell of it. Oh, uh, you know, I, I guess I'd rather a queen, my queen, TKB go home a robbed queen. But what can you do? You know, I don't know. I was fighting with uh, my friend next to me at the bar because he did not like how kind of sour. Trinity was and I was just like get over yourself and yeah. I just wouldn't let him say anything mean about Trinity <laughs> uh, just no let her have her feelings how would you feel and even the narrative they're showing it's like wouldn't you stop acting like you're excited for someone to come back in the race like, yeah yeah fuck I you. would not be I would not be I like when the queens like you know like in season three when i think it was whatever another design challenge and alexis i think it was a money ball and alexis mateo just walked out of the workroom she, i just like i can't i can't fucking do this <laughs> i respect when a queen is tired and she's earned it so oh, God. you gotta cry and cut cry yeah. and <clears throat> cut that's right um so uh, mary's if you have thoughts on this smackdown episode of drag race you can reach out to us on twitter at all right mary you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. If you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also One. And you can find more of me on my other two podcasts, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Supporting Actresses. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us, including our most recently posted What Gays Quote episode, the tangent that became the episode uh, that you don't want to miss. Uh, that and so much more every single week at patreon.com slash all right mary well all right mayor i love it our lip sync for this week uh is should be introduced by colin well all right mary so uh in honor of uh our seasonal bsa and uh for just a you know an absolute bloodbath of an episode this week's Last Chance Lip Sync is a song called Assassin by a performing outlet that I assume is pronounced Aura, but is spelled A-U slash R-A. Aura. Aura. Because much like Silky, they got props, you know? Oh. They got tricks, you know? <laughs> Can't just be Aura. It's got to be, oh, I'm going to slash in the middle. Oh, I got you. So that's what this Last Chance Lip Sync is. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, well, I do love it. Uh, and, you know, very proud of this episode and proud of Silky and the production of this. This, 
I will I will put this in a Hall of Fame uh, of Drag Race episodes. This was uh, very memorable and important, um, and I don't know surpassed this, the assassins this season. So, yeah. Well, crunch, crunch, munch, munch. Do you know the rest of it? Tatsins. <laughs> <laughs> Silky Ganache is here to eat the lunch. Bye, Marys. Tatsins.